welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my lovely co-host, Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? It's going. <laughs> so, Jessica. Marco. Oh, I know. This week, you got your first round of the COVID vaccine. I did. Tell us, because so many of our friends have been saying all sorts of comments when it comes to the COVID vaccine. Have you grown a third arm? No. Or a third nipple? No. Third testicle? Yeah. Yeah, third Watch ear. Uh, no. I know. Well, one of my questions is, why is it when you get a vaccine that everyone thinks you're going to grow a third of something? Not a second nose. I don't know. I don't know. Not a second mouth, second nose. It's always a third something, a third eyeball. What's the deal with this whole three thing? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that my vaccine came with some 5G. So I've got that now. Okay, <laughs> sure. Anyway, kudos it's to a, you. Look, it's a shot. It hurts like the flu shot. My arm feels like everybody was like, oh, it feels like a tetanus shot. It feels like a tetanus shot. Which, if you've had a tetanus shot, you know that that hurts. And this, Is your arm sore for several days afterwards like a tetanus shot? My arm is sore like after a flu shot. So it's a little bit achy. Right in the in the puncture area, it's a little bit... Like but it's not like when you get sore. a tetanus booster where like that whole mm. portion of your arm just like seizes up and you seizes can't do up. Anything. It's like, yeah, it gets tough and hardened. Yeah, no, that's I'm not experiencing that, but I know some other people that have experienced that. So it's definitely a thing. Just not for me. Thank goodness. So um, it was I don't know. It was really easy. I went in. I'm considered an essential worker through my um, employment. Job. Yeah, for yeah. my employment. We're essential. So and we're part of healthcare, so we were able to all get vaccinated if we chose to be. We had to take a little form to one of the vaccination sites, and um, we had to register for it, and then go in at your appropriate time and say, I'm here for a shot, and they say, great! Roll your sleeve, and we're going to stab you. Yeah, actually, um, you walk into this big room, and they've got like 12 vaccination areas all set up. And the nurse asks you a couple of questions like, are you allergic to such and such chemical? Or have you ever had a reaction to a shot? And then if you say no to that, she's like, okay, roll up your sleeve. Um, And then here's your little jabby jab. And really, I didn't even feel it. It was fine. Do you get a cookie afterwards, like when you give blood? No, but they do make you sit for 15 minutes, like after you give blood. Just no cookies, because COVID can't be eaten with people. If they're prepackaged. You need to wear a mask. Oh, that's right. Um, and then while you're waiting during that 15 minute block, there are some people coming around with tablets that go ahead and schedule you for your second follow-up shot. Sweet. It's a two shot series. So yeah. Yeah. So I'll get my next one right, in well, February and that's exciting. I'm jealous because I don't work in Indiana and I'm not considered an essential <laughs> worker in Indiana. <laughs> Sorry, love. But I'm getting it. So that's exciting. Then we won't have to be worried about like, oh no. About you. I'll be exposed at work. So yeah, that'll be good. I am a little concerned about shot number two because there's been lots of reports of people having like flu-like symptoms for about, I don't know, 12 hours or so after getting that one. Um, well, don't get it so on a I'm, Friday because it's going to ruin your weekend. I'm actually getting it on a Thursday. There you go. <laughs> Three-day weekend. Um, I'm pretty excited to get it, though. So well, good. cheers to you and your Rona vaccine. Thanks. Round one. And as we're cheersing, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a mudslide. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mudslides are usually pretty high in sugar, though. This one is not. This is a low-carb mudslide. Ooh. What's in it? We're going to get into that a little bit later. Ooh. What are you drinking? 
I am. <laughs> Yours is interesting. Mine is interesting. Mine's actually a two-parter. Okay. Yeah. So I'm drinking the Breakfast Bell. All right. That and sounds we will, pretty. Yeah. So I've got my... I my, do have questions about one part of it, though. <laughs> oh, the Collins glass with the big frothy nope, that's head? that's not the one that I have questions about. Oh, the shot glass with the egg yolk and the... Well, actually, I just put a little bit of everything but the bagel and then a shot of sriracha in there. That, honest to God, looks like a clown all mixed <laughs> up in a tiny cup to me. Like, that's all I see when I look at that is some it sort of... It looks like a weird, like, eyeball, clown. too. <laughs> yeah, with an eyeball. <laughs> eyeball in there? Mm-hmm. Well, cheers to that. I'm going to try that right now. Wait! <laughs> oh, got to get the camera out. Yeah. All right. Well, then, here we go. A picture of this nastiness. <laughs> oh, gross. Mmm. That's actually good. It is? What does it taste like? Well... At the moment, I'm getting the sriracha because it hit my tongue in one big blob. You should have stirred it up. No. Ew. I mean, it's it's the yolkiness of, of a, like a fried egg. That of you a leave. yolk? Yeah, of a fried <laughs> egg, though. But it's cold. And then the the just uh, everything but the bagel mm-hmm. gives me some sesame seeds and the pepper and celery salt and everything in there. A little bit of what? Dried onion, too. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in there. But then there's sriracha with heat. And, I mean, it's like almost like having a devil, like a hard-boiled egg in the center. Only you don't get that texture thing because it's creamy. It, no, thank you. I'm not going to make it a regular thing. Okay. But the rest of my drink, let me have a sip of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hits the spot. I actually thought about doing the whole thing like a depth charge. Mm-hmm. Where you just take the shot glass and dump it in the tall glass. Mm. But I'm like, mmm, splashing electronics. Didn't want to do that. Woo, and a little bit of zip and fire because there's some sriracha in the main drink too. Anyway, we'll get all to all of that uh, in a little bit. Uh, but before we dive into this whole episode and the title for this episode, we still we have several contenders for what we're going to call this episode. I mean, the main feature tonight is going to be low-carb coffee cocktails. Mm-hmm. And I've got a variety that we got to work on. I mean, when we call this thing Wired for the Weekend. Hello, Darkness, my old friend. I kind of like that one. The Right Blend. Mm-hmm. The Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Rise and Grind. I like Wired for the Weekend and Hello, Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> or we could just be boring and say low-carb coffee cocktails. That's no fun. You want to suck the people in. <laughs> no comment. Well, you know who we don't want to so- suck in? No. Any of our younger no. <laughs> listeners? <laughs> Them. <laughs> yeah, this is not for you. No. Uh, if you are one of my runners who is listening, um, which I don't think they're listening, if you're one of my hockey players, which I really don't think any of them are listening. Mm, they're too little. They are. Most of them are too little. Although, uh, Kid One's one of my hockey players, and she listens to us when Sometimes. she's on. And so she's like not shy about it. Yeah, if you guys do something fun related to me, or if I'm on, I definitely download and listen. And when you do some of those other topics, it's like, uh, she doesn't want to listen to her parents. I don't blame her. She listens to us all the time. Anyway, if you are... To be fair, we listen to her, too. This is one of our cocktail recipe, uh, cocktail episodes. So if you are not of legal drinking age, uh, go listen to one of our other episodes. Mm -hmm. This is not for you. Hand this one over to your parents, because they could use a drink. Yep. Kids, they definitely could use a drink. 
this is definitely why kick back, relax. Uh, we like coffee. We like cocktails. We okay. like low carb stuff. So it's but perfect for us. Is this going to wake me up at like four o'clock in the morning? It shouldn't, but I don't know because you're weird. That's true. But I like that you're weird. And that's why I married you. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Before we get to the cocktails, as we enjoy our cocktails, mm-hmm. how was your week? My week was, Aside um, from the stabbing in your arm. My week was pretty good. Um, you know, working on behaviors with little kids. It's always wildly entertaining. I have lots of fun stories that I can't share with any of you. No, but, ethics. Like, yes, ethics are very important. But it was, HIPAA, all it that. was a very fun week for me because we got to do some fun things at work. I'm sorry, that sounds boring. Um, How know. about intellectually stimulating? For sure. And very reinforcing at a professional level. Yep. It was definitely all of that. You got yep, the, warm, got to, the warm fuzzies, as we like to say, in the I field. Lo- I got so many warm fuzzies. So many it warm fuzzies. It made your heart happy. Mm-hmm, it did. Yep. A lot of really good things happened this past week. I got a lot of really good feedback about a thing that was really important to me at work, and that was a big deal. We can just move um, on if you're going to be this vague, though. I'm sorry. You, um, you, it's like the, what was it, the um, analyze this. You know, the guy with the thing. Yeah. We got Billy Crystal trying to pretend to be a mobster. You know, the guy with the thing. See the guy with the thing? Ooh-ah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so funny. <laughs> um, no, it was it was good. But my favorite part of the week is actually every day. It happens every single night when I come home. I open the door and kid number four screams. She says, Mommy! And she comes running with her arms over her head straight at me when I walk through the um, mudroom door. And she wraps her little arms around my leg and squeezes really tight. And she says, I missed you today while you went to work. I said, I miss you too. Every day. And then every some of those day. days, it's she so nice. start, starts piling on the Italian guilt trip. Oh, she does that every day. No, oh, okay. She did it tonight while we were laying on the couch. She said, I didn't like that you went to work today, mommy. I said, I know. And she said, do you have to go to... I'll bleep out her name. Oops. I said, did you... She said, do you have to go... To work tomorrow and I said no because it's Saturday tomorrow and she said yay mommy all day and that is super sweet and she just turned four and I know that by the time she hits four and a half all of this very lovely behavior is going to go away because she'll have other things that she's way more interested in by then so I am soaking it all in well and by then she'll be deeply into the you fours you fours they're coming they're coming they reared their head tonight yeah Parents of children, for the most part, will be familiar with the Q4s unless your oldest is like three or younger. Yeah, then you don't know about the Q4s. You know all about, you've heard all about the terrible twos. <laughs> and what are the three? Three nagers. The three nagers. But and then you think, okay, we survived the terrible twos. We survived our three nager. They have, they turned four and we're in the clear. And like, no, no. it's the q4s it's time to rebel it's It's time to like i got this i i've i know everything listen old person yeah it's kind of like what okay boomer well now it's like what are we i don't know what we are okay 80s children yes that's what we are we're 80s children we're people from the 19s i'm four i've got it all figured out we're zennials is what we are whatever we're right in between millennials and generation z yeah what x why? I don't know. We're Xennials. That's the point. The alphabet people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Yeah. Anyway, four-year-olds, they've got it all figured out. They know everything. Yeah. And yeah, that would be the f*** you fours. And we know we're, we're heading into that. A whole year of it. Yay. What could top 2020? F*** you fours. 2021 with the f*** you fours. I've got so much bleeping to do tonight. You do. And that's all your fault because yeah. you started it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so that we've got you for is just a reminder that if you aren't of legal drinking age, <laughs> don't be listening to this episode, especially since we're dropping F-bombs all over the place, even in case I don't bleep them all. Anything else exciting this week? I found my cheekbones. Were they where you last saw them? Where you left them? I found them on my face. Okay, I'm pretty that's a good place for them, unless you're talking about the other cheeks. I can see them again, <laughs> and I'm pretty excited about that. You have great cheekbones, so you should be. I know, but the point is, is that I can look I in the say, mirror. I know, I'm quite attached to them. Look, I can see them again. There's like a line on my face Yep. where they are. It's a really big deal because yep. that hasn't been there for a while. So, yay me. Yay you. It's a non-scale victory. It's a big deal. Woot. So. Do you have any news? How was your week? My week was, I don't know. My week was weird. I mean, there was good, there was bad, up and down, and there's some, you know, curveballs that got thrown in where the schedule went all over the place, but still on track with my exercise, mm-hmm. still hitting uh, the step goal every day, still have had a workout in, at least one workout in every day at a high level. Weight's coming down, been good on my diet, so that's all succeeding, even with the chaos with the unexpected with the drop everything and do this uh i've also it's been fun getting to the coach uh hockey and work with the various age groups that's been fun in fact of being on the ice and restrictions are starting to lift in michigan league hockey organized hockey cannot happen until february but but we can do clinics we can get on the ice we can put our skates on and so that kind of stuff is exciting cool. and fun and getting to work with my kids you still have to wear a mask when you play hockey right now yeah that's good when we're out on the ice yeah mm-hmm. in the rink and in the building yeah so uh some of the coaches are having difficulty because they don't have the voice <laughs> and through teaching because i used to hate using microphones so i would just go can you just hear my voice in the back and when i would give presentations at uh scientific and academic conferences just like i dropped the mic <laughs> not that kind of drop the mic i would just set it down and go i'm just going to use my lecture voice and raise your hand in the back if you can't hear me mm-hmm. and then um through coaching with cross country this past fall wearing a mask and having to get loud um being out on the ice and you know having to be loud with the kids out there mm-hmm. it's fine Cool. And then, of course, I've got my kids, so when we're in the car, I'm like, can you guys hear me? They're like, yeah, we can hear you. We can't hear half the other coaches, but we can hear you. <laughs> it's like, great. Well, at least I can, like, say what the other one's saying, yeah. like, echo it for them. That's funny. So that part's been fun. And then we get to the end of the week, and I guess we're, you know, with all the announcements out of the state, uh, the athletic director at the coach or at the school I've been coaching at, uh, I guess, has moved on to spring sports because all of a sudden a barrage of emails came in all related to track Mm. which is something that you know for those of you who regularly listen to the podcast know uh, i've been coaching at my alma mater and it's also where the kids were attending up until august when we switched schools Mm -hmm. and at that point we decided we would take this one season at a time 
plus they had shut down cross country, but then they reinstated it and I went back and I coached and that season ended and I wanted just kind of the dust to settle, take a breath. And then you and I, for what, probably the last month, there's been repeated discussions on, do we do this again? Do I go back for track? Um, and it's been, there's been some nights where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And you're like, no, don't. And then there's other nights where I'm like, I think I'm done. After all that we went through and the way the kids were treated and everything, um, don't really care about how they treat me, but like my own children, that that really hurt. Uh, where I'm like, I'm done. And you're like, are you sure? Maybe you should go back. So it's been a lot of back and forth on both sides of us. Uh, but tonight it was one. And it's like, well... They need a new middle school coach. So he's like, hey, you know, earlier they had asked, who are, who would you consider? And I'm like, well, here's my list of four people and why. And he's working, his, went through a couple of candidates. He's like, all right, next candidate, you contact them. I'm like, isn't that your job? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're the one like on salary at the school. I'm just occasionally get a, I mean, get a contract when there's a season to really as a stipend almost to cover gas money and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to contact uh, that guy, who's actually one of my former runners. Mm-hmm. See if he wants to be the middle school coach. But then after that, also, in came, oh, by the way, open this, you know, print this off and sign it and send it back to me. I'm like, oh, there's the contract for the track season. Decision time. They didn't like, all right, it's decision time. And, you know, the past month it's been, yes, no, back and forth, uh, both of us going, do we do it again? And so... I think uh, I think by the end of the weekend they'll get the official response, which will will be before this episode posts. Not much before, <laughs> but I think um, yeah. Looking at it, you know, there's a lot of pluses and minuses. Uh, you know, the reason I took the job, the main reason was to well, one reason was to get back, but I think the main reason the, all these years was to keep the program, the running programs, the track team cross-country program around so that our kids had the option of doing it when they got to high school. Well, they're not at that school, and nope. it doesn't look like they're going back. I don't think so. We're pretty happy with our new school. So, okay, now here's a program that I've built up that really had, you know, it's had moments of greatness over the years. It's up and down, and it was uh, definitely down when I when I inherited the program. Mm-hmm. I've built it back up. Uh, they're in great shape. They've got a great freshman class and a uh, cross-country team. That core group are freshmen, so they are set for several years going to state. they got a middle school program built up. Track's got a middle school program back, built up. That program is in great shape. It's in much better shape than what I found it in. Yep. Uh, I got them through COVID. I got them through all the hard times. So I feel like I can walk away with my head held high. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we ended on a trip to state. There are, you know, we've talked about it. They feel like an extended set of kids to us. So I don't yeah. really want to leave them. I don't really want to leave the program. I definitely don't want to leave coaching. But then we got to factor in uh, with scheduling and you working down in Indiana. That cuts into how much extracurriculars our kids can do. Yep, it does. And our kids are all playing hockey. And I'm coaching <laughs> hockey. And with COVID pushing the winter season's, I'm going to be coaching, you know, when track season officially starts, I'm still going to be coaching hockey. Mm-hmm. So then that becomes a scheduling issue. Yeah. And it's not like I can leave work early to come take our kids to hockey. Like that's not an option. No. And, you know, on, on some of the teams I'm coaching on, there's two or three coaches and I'm just one of the assistants. 
one of the teams, I am the coach. Which team? Kid Threes. Are you? Yeah. That's funny. Weird. Okay. I think the biggest factor, though, really comes into the way the kids were treated in the fall. To be clear, it was not by the high school cross-country families. Nope. Uh, Those families, those parents, those runners went out of their way to be kind and sweet to my children. When I was running meets, when I was uh, running practices and my kids were there, the high school parents would come over, they would talk to the kids, they'd keep them company. If, If kid four was having a hard time, they'd help her out. Or they'd send another one over to let me know and say, hey, she was a little upset. We gave her our treat. We gave her treats. I hope you don't mind. (laughs) They were so incredibly sweet to the kids. But I can't say the same for the broader school community. I can't say the same for all the parents. Some were just, I'm like, some weren't even associated with my team other than they sent kids out of school. And they were rotten to my family and made my kids feel you know, lower than dirt. And, you know, I just, I think that's where we're at is I'm not going to put my children through that again. No, our kids don't need to be called dirty by people anymore. No, I've reached my limit with people. So as much as I absolutely love working with the group of kids that I, in the team I've put together, um, I think it's time to walk away. I agree. And just the more we sat on this, it really came down to um, I love I love my team. I love the kids. Uh, their parents are you know, up at the high school level are great. Mm-hmm. But it came down to our children. And it would mean another season of sacrificing some of their activities. But uh, more importantly, putting them through just the harassment, the passive aggressive, the somewhat outwardly aggressive and nasty comments they would have to tolerate and keep the, you know, stiff upper lip, the keep their chin up to be stoic, to be professional, because when you're the coach, you can't just go tit for tat with these people. You part, sign on for is the beating. And I can do that, but my children shouldn't have to. And it's kind of despicable that adults were taking pot shots at my children. Yep. Sometimes to my children's faces. Yep. And it's a really good thing. That I wasn't there to witness any of that. It's it's despicable since it is a it's a Christian school, it's a Catholic school, and that totally doesn't match the values. Yet some of these are the um, holier than thou holy rollers in the community, where it's like, wow, that those values just don't match up. And you know, we and we've discussed too that you know some of the people that. There's no easy answer here, and some will see it as, well, now we're punishing the good athletes on the team. No, they're losing they'll coach find because a new coach, and they'll be just fine. They will, and I can see that it's a negative for them, but ultimately I think we got to do what's right for our family. Yeah. And I wish nothing for the best for the for the, my athletes, and if they need me as a resource, they know how to get a hold of me and know how to reach out to me, and I'm always going to be there for them. I'm going to be in their corner, but I won't be their coach for the upcoming season or any of the upcoming seasons, unless they decide to come out and play hockey. There we go. Yeah. So that's that. And I'll still provide coaching advice through our podcast, mm-hmm. along with cocktail recipes and for their parents. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. And yum, other yum. stuff. And I'll still have coaching stories. Yeah. Yeah. But that was... Six years of almost round year-round coaching. 
of track, cross country, summer racing club, and winter like skills work. I'm pretty excited about this because I know that sometimes towards the end of the summer, there are things that you and I want to go and do. Not during COVID times, obviously, but like we wanted to go on little side trips for the weekend and we haven't been able to do some of those because there would be like an early uh, cross country meet or there would be practices and you're you can't miss I think practices, almost so. every anniversary for the past six years I've had a cross country meet or oh, no, practice we're usually running the dunes on our anniversary yeah, the Jimmy Buffett run well how about in just for those last six years almost all of your birthdays I've either been at a cross country or at a track meet or you've had to come with me to a track meet or whatnot and then there's some early summer races we've wanted to do or trips we wanted to do and we couldn't do there's been some spring hockey tournaments charity ones uh various ones for cancer charities or other charities other autism charities that i've wanted to do Mm -hmm. that i can't because i've got a commitment to coaching yep so this will be there's a triathlon i've wanted to do in um the upper part of the lower peninsula that it's always the week after the state finals and usually then i'm wiped out and just like oh so that one's like, okay. And now this year I might not do it because COVID. COVID. But um, it does open up the schedule mm-hmm. more. The kids will see more of me. Mm-hmm. And it'll be less of basically hiding in the car to especially, hide from people who are being nasty to them. Especially during track season. Track meets are really long. Like cross country is kind of cool because everybody runs. There's like, I don't know, two or three heats or something. Usually you've got the boys varsity and the girls varsity and then the middle school or sometimes they break middle school apart too. So it's like maybe four heats at most and then you're just done and then you can go home and it's like maybe two hours. Trek meets are ridiculously long. They just are. I know. It's it's a lot. Uh, brace yourself because kid one says that she might be going out for track this year. Crickets. I don't. Are you I- serious? She has said that. I don't, like, really? You aren't doing any running she right now. She doesn't run. Like, we... We ran all summer, and to... she was ready for cross-country, but... I, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to do it or not. That is what she said. Okay. So, we're not... Might not be... Well, but it's middle school track, so it's not the other way. And they can only do a max of three events, and there's not as many meets. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, whatever. If she wants to do it, she can do it. Yep. But that, I guess that's that. And like through this, we actually asked the kids a few times, what do you think if dad stepped away from coaching at that other school? And I got everything from excited because they wouldn't have to go back and deal with people being nasty to them. But also, well, that's what, you know, it's hard for them to understand the other things I do professionally, (laughs) but that they can wrap their mind around. And that they can see yeah, it's more than da- they see you in action doing. You see it. in it's action like versus dad sitting thing. on a computer or dad going and closing his office door and doing stuff. You know, for two of them, like kid one and two, remember life before we moved to Michigan. They remember other things dad used to do. Kid three moved here. He was one, one and a half, one and a half. Mm-hmm. So, and I started coaching a few months after we moved here. So pretty much as long as he can remember, dad's been the track and cross country coach. Yeah. And for kid four, I mean, she was, what, two months old when I started taking her to practice with me? We've got pictures. I don't know. She was itty bitty. I remember. That cute little picture. I think she was two months old and I had. School seal. 
Yes, but all pudgy and cute. Well, that was cross country during track after yeah. she was born. She's got a, a a winter birthday. She was about two months old, three months old, and I had her in one arm while I was running the weight circuit for the team because we do circuit training, and so sixty seconds per station. And she just was great. She passed out. Mm-hmm. She woke up. She was looking what's going on. And then there's another picture I have where she was in the baby Bjorn strapped to my chest and I'm out at the track and we're out there. We've got three teams out there, actually four teams. We have our varsity, mm-hmm. our middle school, and then we're pra- practicing at the public high school. So they have mm-hmm. their varsity and their JV all on the track and she's out cold and she's got her big floppy hat on. She's just hanging there. The, uh, the coaches from the other school, cause I, you know, we're just like, really Mr. Dad? Like, look, my wife's got the other ones cause she had to take them to hockey. As I love I was, it. I was like, where was I where you had to take the baby? You but were, not the other one. You were taking the other three to hockey. That makes I sense. was out coaching, just walking around the infield, coaching, pointing, running stopwatches and timing apps with a baby strapped to me. I mean, it's not hard. They just sit there. Like, she was babies quiet. are great. So her whole life I've been coaching and she's been coming to these things and it's just part of life. So it's going to be weird for them because they were both kind of like they didn't want to go anymore. They, it's just people were being mean to them, but at the same time, they didn't want dad to give it up because they know I, I love coaching, mm-hmm. but yeah, something's got to give. So that's where we're at. I think it's going to be good. I'm uh, pretty excited. I think so. I think I really am. I think a few kids are going to be uh, broken hearted. Some, some of their parents will be broken hearted, but I also know some of the people who are just nasty to us will probably be thrilled that we're gone. Great. Then we're. Which is gone, so weird because so... it's people who weren't on the team. <laughs> There's tiny town politics at play uh, here. Moving on. You know what? <laughs> you know where they love us? At the rink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's kind of... <gasps> and it's cookie season. It is cookie season. Kid number Girl one Scouts. is a Girl Scout and it is cookie season, everyone. So if you know a Girl Scout, hit them up for cookies. It's a really big deal, especially this year because... We're doing cookie sales, but we are not doing cookie booths because COVID. And if you have a local ice rink, support that local ice rink. Yeah, that too. Do a cookie booth at the local ice no, rink. No, you can't do a cookie booth. Fine. Take some cookies to no, your local... No, you can't do that either. Take some cookies to your local rink owner and just give them as a gift saying, thank you for owning this. Yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. We've been talking about this for far too long for our intro. <laughs> So cheers my one more time. My drink is mostly gone. Oh my God. Well, cheers well, one more time. I'm probably going to need something else to wash down the sriracha in this. Oh, that one almost sounded good. Almost. To our main feature, low carb coffee cocktails. You and I embrace the low carb diet. That's just our thing. Mm-hmm. Of course. Always consults with your physician and health professionals and all of that. But if you are doing the low-carb diet, any of the various low-carb diets out there, there's keto, there's Atkins, there's paleo, there's Whole30, on down the list. If you're looking for recipes for low-carb cocktails that have coffee in them, coffee. this is the episode for you if you survived our intro and She's talking about our lives. <laughs> So we've got 10 low-carb coffee cocktails that we're going to run through. And then when we're done with all that, we, of course, will give shout-out to all our Red Arrow Challenge champions. Yay. So, Jessica, 
why don't you jump off of the first one, which is both a can be considered a cocktail and is also an ingredient in a bunch of our other recipes. Number one is low-carb coffee liqueur. To make it, you need two cups of cold brew or cold coffee, one and a half cups of rum or vodka. Way, cold coffee is easy if you have kids because it's yeah. make some coffee. And then when you and remember you two hours later that you had kids. Yeah. And when you remember two hours later that, oh, yeah, I made some coffee. Woo-hoo! It's already cold. Yep. Um, one vanilla bean, have lengthwise, and one and a half cups of sugar-free simple syrup. Wow, that's kind of a lot. Really? What? One and a half cups of sugar... Because you're making a whole bunch. All right. And one and a half cups of sugar-free simple syrup. So you're going to take everything and put it into a glass container, seal, mix, store in the fridge for three to four days, So like a mason jar. Yeah. Mason jars are the best. Um... Or you can skip the vanilla. The <laughs> vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> you can skip the vanilla bean and use one tablespoon of vanilla extract to use the same day instead of waiting three to four Didn't days. Didn't my parents used to have a cat named Noki and my nephew used to call it Bonoki? They absolutely did have a cat named Noki and he called it Bonoki and I still think it's one of the cutest things he's ever said. And he was insistent. I tried to teach him, no, it's Noki. Noki. And he was like, it's Bonoki, Jessica. Bonoki. And now he's a college graduate. Oh, that was cool. Oh, okay, never mind. Basically, though, that is not the Noki and the Banoki part, but Binoki. the low-carb coffee liqueur is basically low-carb Kahlua. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anything you're going to use... Is it Kahlua, uh, in my drink that I'm drinking right it now? It is in your drink, and it's in a lot of other drinks. And anything you use Kahlua for, you can use this. And that's why you're making so much of it and storing it in a mason jar in the fridge. And how does this taste, since you just gave away that it's an ingredient in your cocktail you're drinking right now, how does it taste? It's not a secret. It's delicious. Does it taste like Kahlua? Yeah. Actually, it's pretty close. Cool. So it's good. I, I sh- probably should have used stronger coffee when I made today, but really I just used no. caribou coffee K-cup that we had with the Keurig. I'm okay with it not being super And I strong. threw it in a mason jar in the fridge and let it get really cold, and mm-hmm. then I mixed it all up. I think it's, honestly, for me, it's just right. I don't need super strong dark coffee tasting anything that's just not you're the girl that likes french roast which is dark (laughs) a dark roast what do i put in my french roast a whole bunch of cream i put a whole bunch of heavy whipping cream and a little splash of caramel sugar-free syrup in there so it doesn't it's great let's just move on to the next drink (laughs) what do we have for the next drink well for the next and i tried to keep uh (laughs) i'm sorry for the next one, we're still using the low-carb uh, coffee liqueur that you just made. Mm-hmm. Uh, one ounce of it, to be exact. And then two ounces of silver tequila. And you, when you put those together, uh, you have a Brave Bull. <laughs> it's a low-carb Brave Bull. Okay. To make this, you fill a rocks glass with ice. You add the tequila and the coffee and stir. Or, the, sorry, the coffee liqueur and stir. And that's it. Awesome. Super simple. Super easy. And it's got tequila in it. So, <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say about that. If you hate it, it's got tequila in it, and you won't be sad for long. Just have so. a few more. You'll be wide awake and feeling no pain. Yep, that's right. All right. Jessica, <clears throat> the next one we have on the list, uh, has, yet again, has the low-carb coffee liqueur. I tried it when I organized this list. I tried to keep all the ones that had that close together. Mm, so smart. if you're going like 
okay, that low-carb coffee liqueur is not for me. Are these all going to have that in it? No. no. But the first few are. Jessica, number three. Number three is called Casanova. Ooh la la. I really like this name. It's super fun. Okay. So Casanova consists of one and a half ounces of bourbon, one ounce of heavy cream, three quarters of an ounce of dry red wine, and three quarters of an ounce of low-carb coffee liqueur. So you're going to fill your shaker with everything plus ice, shake, strain, and drink. Yum. Well, that's easy. Yeah. It is really easy. And it's good. And it's fun to say, Casanova. Maybe you could drink them and watch old black and white movies. That's Casablanca. No. (laughs) Casanova was an actor. Casanova was a lover. And an actor. He haunts Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Was it the guy that played Casanova? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, that guy's name was Valentino. You have to get rid of all of this. Uh, no. Because it's <laughs> this terrible. is priceless. Um, Casanova is a famed mythical oh my God, lover such an idiot. all through Europe. Uh, hold on. Supposedly he was Italian. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That needs to be deleted. Oh, I, I'm not deleting the whole episode, Jessica. It's a cocktail. Keith Ledger played Casanova. Yes, he did. So did a bunch of other people. Okay, well, IMDb is only giving me, like, stuff from 2000 or later, so that's not good. Can we just move on? I guess. Please. Let's jump to number four. Yeah, number four. Number four on our list is the mudslide. It's what you're drinking. How is it? It's so good. So good. It'll make you really happy. Mm Mm-hmm. And does this low-carb version taste like the normal mudslides? Honest to God, it tastes awesome. It, it really does. It doesn't have that fake sugary taste. I was worried it was going to have that, and it doesn't. It It's very close to an actual mudslide. This one's really, really simple. So you take a... Uh, and actually, I made you a double. So I'm going to... Oh, that explains a lot right now. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm going to actually... I'm going to read this off in the quantities that I made for you. And it can either be for two people or one Jessica... one jessica that's hilarious one cup of ice three ounces of low-carb coffee liqueur two ounces of vodka two ounces of heavy cream one ounce of whiskey we used woodford and one teaspoon of unsweetened cocoa powder so this is like baker's chocolate yeah put everything in the blender put it on blend Make Puree, a lot of noise. Smoothie, whatever your setting is. Kid just, number four will appear and yell at you. Yeah. Put it in a glass, and then in Jessica's case, put a straw in it too, and call it good. Mm-hmm. And then spend several minutes talking about Casanova. <laughs> Last part's optional. Yes. You know fine. what, though? Every time we make these, uh, what it reminds me of is um, the Bahamas. We were down in the ba- shark diving in the Bahamas. Oh, God. Over 20 years ago. You're old. Yeah, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> and by we, not you. I know, I wasn't invited. <laughs> you weren't invited. But we went shark diving, and it's because uh, my brother got some bad grades in fifth grade, and he's just like, my dad's like, what do you have to say? Oops, poops, minus 11. Well, that was on a specific spelling test, and he's like, oops. And my dad's like, oops, poops, minus 11. There was only 20 words on there. But anyway, he had some bad grades. So my dad challenged him and said, hey, 
go through all of middle, or it might've been sixth grade, all of middle school and all of high school. No A minuses, no Bs and nothing, just A's, full blown A's all the way through. And if you do that, we'll go shark diving. And they wrote up a little contract and my brother saved it. My dad pretty much forgot about it. Well, senior year rolls around for my little brother <laughs> and he's like, hey, dad. And I'm sure my dad was thinking, oh, crap. But my dad honored it. <laughs> he went all of middle school, all of high school, 4.0. Some of the teachers were sad they could only give him an A because he had well over 100% because he would have 100% and then do the extra credit. Uh, so we got to, I got to tag along. We went shark diving down in the Bahamas. And while there, uh, I had some mudslides to help deal Did with you? jelly or jellyfish, uh, jelly bean stings, jellyfish stings. <laughs> and, um, you got sunk by jellyfish on it. Yeah. That's I went impressive. out one of the dives that, and when we weren't shark diving, one of the dives, my brother and I did, we had these little underwater scooter things, which looks like a little mm. torpedo with handles. Mm-hmm. And so we're there and you steer it with your shoulders. And all of a sudden there's just, just this massive cloud of jellyfish. And we're trying to steer, turn, dive under it and get around them. And ended up going right through it. So, like, I got stung all over the face and then on top of sunburn. So, nurse that in the responsible manner. How did you get mudslides? I know how old you were on that trip. So, how did you get them? I don't know what the drinking age is in the Bahamas, but (laughs) my parents ordered them. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. All right. Good, good. Maybe they just felt bad for me because I was on vacation. I was 20 and on vacation with my parents. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. know. Anyway, this... (laughs) tastes like that that's awesome and only those boy back when i'm sure were full of tons of calories lots of sugar lots of sugar and these are relatively low net carb actually even your version the double two net carbs sweet yeah go me moving on jessica what do you got for number five i've got two for number five Ooh. it's a white russian and a black russian you know what that makes me think of Dominoes? No. Okay. But sure. Uh, and <laughs> the White Russian by itself makes me think of the dude abides, the Big Lebowski. But Did you drink those in that movie? Yeah. I don't look a lot. I don't think that movie is great, so I don't have it memorized like you and another one of my friends. Okay? A lot more than just another one of your friends. I don't know anybody else that loves that movie as much as you two people. All right. Well. But a lot of other people like it. Uh, well, okay. I don't anyway, doubt that. Just the way it's written here, white white Russian, black Russian makes me think of that White House black market thing that we used to walk past all the time it's in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah, it's awesome. When we lived out in D.C. It's a really good thing that I was super fluffy in D.C. because you would have been broke. <laughs> oh, my God. There was enough out there that was expensive. Like the crabs. Actually, those were, well, those were, they were cheaper in Florida. True. All right. The White Russian, this has one net carb, so that's exciting. Um, This, you need two ounces of vodka, one ounce of low-carb coffee liqueur, one ounce of heavy cream. You're going to fill your glass with ice, pour in the vodka and the coffee liqueur, and stir, and then float the cream on top. Easy. You don't have to be like an experienced mixologist to handle this one. Anyone can do this one. That is correct, even me. For a Black Russian... You need two ounces of vodka, one ounce of low-carb coffee liqueur. You dump everything in a shaker with ice. You shake, you strain into an ice-filled glass, and then you enjoy it. And so, so this is basically the same thing as the white Russian, just without the heavy cream. 
And if you want to be lazy and not do extra dishes, make it like you made the white Russian and put it dump in it, a mason jar. Stri- well, straighten the glass, stir it up, and just drink it, and you just leave out the heavy cream. Yeah. It's they're I mean they're good. They, both of them taste great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you have next? What are we up to? Number six. Okay. Number six, we're calling a Captain Jack. And we actually played with the different names. We're going to call it the Jack Sparrow. It's a take on a blackjack, which is usually made with brandy. But I, we, one, we don't keep a lot of brandy in the house. I'm not a big brandy fan. Nope. Neither of you. I got sick on brandy in college. Did you? <laughs> I haven't really Why had it since. Why the hell were you drinking it? Because <laughs> that's what I could get my hands on freshman year. What the to... hell? Where was... Never mind. We were... Look, we were... We were drinking brandy because we thought we were sophisticated and watching The Matrix. And if that's not a Michigan Tech story, I don't know what else is. <laughs> that's pretty funny. If it helps, being college, you know it wasn't high-end brandy either. I'm sure that added to your sickness. It was like bottom shelf, blackberry brandy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. That's nice. Anyway, this has no brandy. <laughs> but if you really are a brandy fan, you can use it instead of the uh, the alcohol in it. To make our Captain Jack two ounces of rum. 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 One and a half ounces of unsweetened cold brew coffee or just cold strong coffee. Half a teaspoon of cherry water flavoring and, okay, basically Mio. Yeah. They have every flavor under the sun. They're great. And then you want a lemon twist for garnish. To make this, it's really, really simple. Fill a glass with ice. Fill your shaker with ice. Add everything in the shaker, shake it up, and pour it into your ice-filled glass. Garnish it. Drink. That's it. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Jess, what's our seventh cocktail? I don't know. Hold on. Well, while you're looking, a lot of these, uh, of course, we've got coffee, coffee, coffee all over the place. What if you're worried about being wired? What if you're doing this and you have to get up in the morning? Day drinking is the thing you could do. You could. But one other thing you can do, and it's getting harder and harder to find, especially McCormick has discontinued theirs, but there is coffee extract now. And you can also do these with decaf coffee. But you do have to be aware that decaf coffee still has caffeine, just less of it. And coffee extract also has caffeine in it, albeit less than actually using cold brew or coffee or espresso, but with that coffee flavor. So they're still going to have caffeine, but you can lower the coffee, the caffeine content. But you can always go to hell with it and have your caffeinated alcoholic beverage. Indeed. Word. All right. Did you find your number seven? I did seven? find it. Sweet. It is a rye cappuccino. Ooh. This one is long. Okay. So for this one, you are going to need two ounces of cold espresso or strong coffee, four ounces of rye whiskey, one and a half ounce of heavy cream, and one ounce of sugar-free chocolate simple syrup. So you're gonna take your you're gonna put your coffee. And we like the Torani. Yeah. We're I mean it they taste pretty good and they've got like zero carbs, so they're great. And you can get it on Amazon. Amazon, it'll show up the next day. It's fantastic. So you're gonna put the coffee, the whiskey, and the simple syrup in a shaker with ice. Shake, strain in a glass, and then float the cream on top. It's really good and it I thought you said this one was complicated. Well, it looked longer than it actually is. It's not complicated. It's really not. No. Most of these aren't complicated, except for that thing that you made there at the beginning of tonight. That looked a little bit. Wait, my cocktail that we haven't done the recipe for yet? Yeah. 
Sorry. Actually, that is probably the most complicated one. It is. It's got a lot of steps. But. It's worth it. It's fun. It's fun to look at. <laughs> Both glasses of it. Exactly. But that's not what I'm doing next. What are you doing next? I'm doing a Mexi Cafe. That's fun. Yeah. This is can, kind you of, eat, can you drink it with tacos? I'm sure. Why not? Because it's very much a take on a Mexican uh, coffee or a Mexican hot chocolate. To make this, you need nine ounces of cold brew coffee or strong coffee or whatever you got. No one's going to be judging you. <laughs> coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Three ounces of heavy cream. Three ounces of sugar-free simple syrup. Uh, again, we we use the Tarani one. And are we sponsored by Tarani? No. No, it's just what we get because it's easily available because we got a buttload of kids. and We don't have time to go to the store with people. <laughs> Amazon delivers it. They show up. It's I great. mean, we do go shopping but at the store, but the local stores don't have a wide variety of the sugar-free stuff, nope. So, but we can get it online. There are other manufacturers out there. Anyway, to all of that, you want to add six ounces of aged rum, and then also you're going to need four cinnamon sticks. So you put the coffee, the heavy cream, the rum, and two of the four cinnamon sticks in a cocktail shaker with ice. Shake it. Strain it into two ice-filled glasses, unless you just want to drink it by yourself. <laughs> and garnish with the remaining cinnamon sticks. You use those cinnamon sticks to stir it around. That's it. Awesome. Sweet. Eat it with tacos. I mean, drink it with tacos. Breakfast burritos. Breakfast burritos. There we go. Breakfast Dr- of champions. You know what? The, this one? Hmm? Perfect breakfast burritos on a Saturday or a Sunday or a holiday weekend. Holiday weekend mm-hmm. for you. If, uh, <laughs> one of us doesn't have to work on MLK Day. I do. Yeah. There's President's Day. Oh, wait, you have to work that one too. I don't have to work on Black Friday though. Jessica, you know, we've left out one of the classic coffee uh, cocktails, which is your standard Irish coffee. Yum, yum. But kind of boring because everybody does it. Yeah. So while we were debating, we got to do something, but we don't want to do the same old, same old. What did we come up with to fill, you know, fill the requirement of an Irish coffee without doing Irish coffee? Irish cold brew. Ooh. <laughs> How trendy. Do you have a, like a goofy little hat to go with it? I, I don't know. I'm Thick sure fr- we've got some leprechaun <laughs> around here somewhere. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm sure we do from like track I mean, we and have everything like else. Four kids and and I they are into holidays. So. Uh, well, and I do all sorts of goofy stuff for my track and cross country teams. You do, yeah. I know uh, I have green knee socks the, <laughs> from coaching. I had on shamrock socks yesterday. Remember? Oh, I remember. <laughs> okay, Irish cold brew needs two ounces of Irish whiskey or more. Yeah, well. Six ounces. Depends on how you, much how productive you want to be that day. I mean, if you're drinking it at night, you need more than two. If you're drinking it during the day, two is probably good. I Depends don't know what's going on. whatever's happening in your life. You might be marching in a parade in Chicago in a non-COVID year. Six ounces of cold brew coffee, two ounces of heavy cream, and one teaspoon of Swerve. The confectioner sweetener one, because Swerve makes other ones, but yeah. Oh. Okay, so this your, is like the powdered sugar one? Yeah, this is okay. your sugar alternative, or a confectioner sugar alternative that's not actually sugar. That's a story for a different day? Yeah. All right, so you're going to fill your pint glass with ice and then add everything 
and stir it up, and then you're going to drink it. It's going to be amazeballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neat. Low-carb Irish coffee. Life is good. Woo-hoo. Well, speaking of amazeballs. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the breakfast, last but not least. This is a lot. Is number 10, last but not least, is the breakfast bell. This was my cocktail tonight, the one that freaked out Jessica. The one takes a little bit of, metaphorically speaking, takes some balls to drink. Yep. Uh, it's It definitely looks weird. Yep. <laughs> it's different. But uh, this is a take, a low-carb take, on the classic hangover cure. Mm. Although I think it's more likely to cause a hangover because <laughs> you have a few of these. But it, it really, it's a little bit of everything. So let me run through this. And then I'll get into tasting notes on it. Yeah. Not. Are you using your straw to eat the rest of your mudslide? It's just foam. And I figure it's got alcohol in There's it. There's so many Top Chef jokes to make and right now about you eating the foam. It's not a pee puree, though. So No, it's not exciting. a pee puree. It's just foam. All right. The Breakfast Bell. One and a half teaspoons of sugar-free maple syrup. We have, I don't know, it's like Vermont, some whatever crap. It's it's sugar-free maple syrup. You and you know what? It, it tastes store. amazing. It does taste the same. One ounce of espresso or strong coffee. In our case, it's strong coffee. One ounce of heavy cream. Two ounces of bourbon. One egg separated. That's important. That's when you separate the white from the yolk. Keep both parts, but just keep them separate. You're going to need uh, seltzer water. Just plain, unflavored seltzer water. And you're going to need sriracha. Sriracha. Yes. Of unknown quantity. And I'll explain that in a minute. (laughs) Pour your bourbon, your coffee, your cream, your syrup, and your egg white. Not the yolk, just the white. And the sriracha, and you're going to do the sriracha to taste, into your shaker. No ice. Just those things in the cocktail shaker. Dry shake, which when they say dry shake, uh, they just mean shake it up without the ice. Then, and, and what you're trying to do here is create an emulsion okay. and bring everything together. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to add the ice and shake for one to two minutes or until your arms give out. <laughs> it's a nice little workout. You're burning off some calories that you're going to consume in a minute anyway. Sure. Go with it. I mean, but really what we're doing is just, you know, we're the Red Arrow Health and Wellness. We do a lot of health and Part of that is mental health and just kicking back and enjoying and enjoying each other's company. And we do enjoy cocktails and celebrating our workout victories. Cheekbones, people. Cheekbones. Cheekbones. All right. So you did your one or two minutes of shaking. You strain it into a chilled glass. Then you let it sit in the fridge for two to four minutes. After that, you pull it out and you slowly, ever so slowly, pour in your seltzer water to create an a foamy head. And you're going to do that by aiming really right for the center and really just drizzling it in. And you're going to get a nice foamy head on this thing. Go up if you're brave enough. Go up past the rim of the glass too. And create yeah, that see bubble. how tall you can make it. I think it would, um, like, I think it could be amazing. Then you place your egg yolk in a shot glass with a dot of sriracha on it. Or in my case, I did a dot of sriracha and a quick shake of everything except the bagel. Everything but. Oh, everything but the bagel. Yeah, that mm-hmm. stuff. Now, <laughs> I've thought about doing this. I didn't do it tonight. I didn't do it in the past. Is to do the depth charge version, which is actually you take your shot glass and 
in your tall Collins glass or pint glass and drop in your egg yolk. I just did the egg yolk as a separate shot, which you already heard because I did it while we were recording. And Scared the crap out of my of wife. It. Of course, we got to add in, this is raw eggs. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's a raw egg, people. Listen. It's slightly grody. <laughs> well, there's the risk of salmonella. I mean, you're a grown man. You're probably not going to get salmonella Whatever. poisoning. But that risk is out there. But, you know, live dangerously. Yep. Sure. Okay. Whatever. If that's dangerous, <laughs> having a raw egg. Danger is my middle name. Watch me eat this egg. Watch me eat this egg in the sriracha laced uh, cocktail. Actually, it's really, it really does taste good. Um, <laughs> it does remind me of some of those crazy hangover cures and stuff. The For sure. The egg by itself, is, that was The red eye drinks? Yeah. Yeah. And this is a version of that. It's It's cold. It's creamy. There's the coffee, but then you get to hit a sriracha on the back end, and it's it's interesting. Okay, I as you will make take your word for yeah. it, because I'm never gonna drink this. I'm not that adventurous because of the egg. You know, fine. Then I wash it down with a rye clown. cappuccino. Okay. All right. So those are our ten low carb coffee cocktails. Yay! Now you're all jazzed up and drunk. So and drunk. Don't drive. <laughs> No, don't drive. Don't do don't that. Don't drive, people. but you're wide awake, so you can listen to some more of our episodes. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we needed something fun because we've done some holiday episodes and we did resolutions and all that. Last week we did talked about behavior. Oh. So, you know what? We needed a cocktail recipe. Yep, it was time. Episode. So, here we go. Well... I'd say cheers, but we both consumed They're our cocktails. All gone. So, before we go, let's take a moment and give a shout out to all our Red Arrow Challenge champions. Yay! The Red Arrow Challenge is our weekly multi sport competition that does a whole wide array of athletic endeavors broken out by age group you can compete in any of the categories or our composite points it's free to participate go to our linktree account you can find the link right in our bio of our instagram account free to create a username record everything you do put it in each week the link for that is also on our um, you can find it on our instagram account and we give a shout out to the champions each week for each category in each age group for the most recent week swimming nobody in any age group. Oh, getting cold. Running. Nine and under, easy E, 10 to 19, Soleil, 20 to 29, Lexi, with two X's, 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Teddy, 68. Nobody older than that. And for our featured members, which are you and me, me. Walking. Nine and under, easy E, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Husky Mike, with a I instead of a Y in Husky. Mm-hmm. 30 to 39, Me West, 40 to 49, Coffee Dude, 50 to 59, Mary Mary, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill, Featured Members, Me. Biking on road. You know, having a bike trainer really helped with this one. <laughs> loving my bike trainer. My butt's sore, but I love my bike trainer. That's awesome. Good nine and under, nobody, 10 to 19, nobody. <clears throat> 20 to 29, our champion was H. Kaner, 305, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, Coach T., 50 to 59, nobody. 60 to 69, kilogram ill. And for our featured members, me. Biking off-road. Not a whole lot of this. I'm guessing these uh, members are fat tire fans. 
because oh. I've seen a lot of that showing up online right now. Uh, because it's cold, it's mm. snowy, but in Michigan, that's fat tire bike trail weather. Okay, cool. Yeah. 30 to 39, Dirt Devil, and 40 to 49, Cyclone. Sit down paddling. Kind of like swimming. Not a lot of this. Actually, swimming was nothing, but there's some of this going on, but not a lot. 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305, and 30 to 39, Rando 7. Stand up paddling. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, May West. Sorry, not May West. Me West. <laughs> 40 to 49, Coffee Dude. 50 to 59, Mary Mary. 60 to 69, Sunny D. Sunny D must have some sunny weather. Cross country skiing. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Alberto. 40 to 49, El Tiburon 95. And, ooh, shocker here. Upset alert. Mm. 50 to 59 after weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of the same two guys always being on top. One of them was dethroned. 50 to 59, Elvis. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Elvis Great has... Job. Uh, dethroned Big One 64. It's a big deal. Yeah. Skating. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39 was a tie between SB Tom and SB Nikki. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, AR Miller. And out of our featured members, me. Hockey. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Moose Man. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, Herb, <laughs> nobody older than that. And for featured members, me. Points. You know, we got a comment this last week. When you say points, one of our listeners said you sound like Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. I will just have to believe that person because I've never actually seen an episode of that cartoon. Our kids but I have. Do they know love that it, it exists. Well, good. They absolutely love it. I, I know that it was super popular when we were like in high school, but I was done with cartoons by then. So, well. Except for Blue's Clues, that was good. Have you not heard their song where they read off all the titles or all the names of all the countries in the world, although now the world map has changed since then? No. Yeah. The kids loved it. Great. Yeah. I don't want to watch countries while I'm watching cartoons. It's funny. Okay. I'll believe you. Anyway, points. Points. (laughs) Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Me West. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, Mary Mary. 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill. And for our featured members, shocker, it was me. Good job, husband. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. But how's the diet going? It's it's going really well. How are the cheekbones going? They're out there, and I can see them, and it's a big deal to me. So, yay me. Yay you. Yay me. Well, are you feeling wired? No. Good. But you had a coffee drink. I did. But yeah. It's been a long week. <laughs> it has been a long week. Well. Let's wrap this week up. Let's wrap it up. Even though this is going to post on Monday, our episodes always post on Mondays now. Originally, mm-hmm. they posted on Sundays. But we're recording this <laughs> before Monday. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap it up. It's been a long week. Hopefully, this leads into a great week for everybody else and also a great week for us. Yeah. This has been another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. Jessica, it's been fun. Loads of fun. Till next week. Bye. Bye.